First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. I'm like running way behind everything this morning. I have to take care of my wife's sick cat, and I don't want to get into it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's cold. Not good. Again. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. It was good for sleeping, wasn't it? It was. All right. Uh, good morning. Sunshine. We may make 70 degrees today. It's uh, it's going to take a little while to warm back up. And then we, we're looking uh, smooth sailing in the mid to upper 70s. Might be uh, Friday. We might actually hit 80 degrees. Maybe well, even a little warmer than that. New York Mets are uh, 80 degrees plus. Very hot right now. Yes, they are. I can't and, believe they were uh, down 2 nothing and yeah. uh, had a nice rally. I think it was in the third inning. I was watching the game. And uh, pretty awesome to see him have another win since my New York team can't do Jack Diddley. It is uh, kind of right now a, a good time. But as I was reminded yesterday by, uh, I don't even know who, was it Tim Julian? We're still waiting for the uh, for the the midseason slump, which normally happens in May and, and lasts till about uh, end of August. Yeah. But so far, we're not, I mean, you know, how about Seth Lugo? Well, he got a little bit of trouble there in the ninth inning, but, man, he looked red hot in the eighth. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what the hell the Cubs were doing in the ninth inning. I know. Sending that guy was out by 35 feet. Well, I'm going to tell you, Mets of old, that ball would have been somewhere uh, like on the ground between first and home plate. That ball was spot on into home plate, the throw from uh, the cutoff man. We'll take it. I was a little nervous to see Lugo in there, to be honest. Um, is Looked so uh, good in the eighth. And then uh, in the ninth, uh, did what he had to do. As helter-skelter as uh, Diaz can be sometimes. Um, and, I guess and, he, he just had a night off. Yeah. and Well, 13 saves here. Okay. Uh, coming up, uh, we'll get into much this morning. Our free money question from Obica will uh, we'll do. Of course, the big uh, Putin-Biden showdown is uh, is coming up. And the House GOP re-election is posting another big month when it comes to fundraising. And Tiny J. Powers is on to uh, update us with that. Uh, the more that you, you can send out the message that uh, Democrats are going far left, Biden is going far left, uh, the easier it is to raise money, it seems, for Republicans. Well, yeah, the National Republican Congressional Committee uh, gave their numbers yesterday uh, for May. And they said that they raised more than fifteen or more than fourteen million dollars in May. Uh, they said that that was the third straight record-breaking fundraising month. Now it is uh, also important to note that five million of that was actually a transfer from the RNC. So mm. um, that's you know, do the math for yourself there. But yeah, that's that. Just to let you know where some of that came from. Um, the GOP is looking, you know, as you mentioned, you know, the House there. They need a net gain of five seats in 2022 to regain control of the, of the House. So uh, that's one of the reasons that, um, you know, they're really looking at the uh, at the num- at the fundraising numbers and what, yeah. they're, what they're able to do with that. Uh, well, it does, uh, you know, it, it bodes well for anticipation of the uh, of the midterms, which is uh, kind of what Manaski was talking about uh, yesterday here, in that um, if uh, Republicans could just stop fighting, the infighting is, is foolish right now because you have an opportunity to win in the midterms but it won't bode well if uh, the the Republicans and the Trump Republicans are, are battling it out and, and dividing. Right. I mean, and that doesn't seem like it's going to go away anytime soon. Um, you know, that's, 
there doesn't seem to be a lot of <laughs> a lot of reaching across their own aisle, <laughs> yeah. much less uh, in any other way. And the other thing that you have to keep in mind, especially something that we saw in 2020, is um, the more some of these pieces of legislation are introduced by Republicans in states across the country, the more that activates Democrats to get out and vote. Right. Um, you know, not to mention fundraising stuff like that. And speaking of the Democrats, there, uh, the DCCC has you know, which is the House Democrats' re-election arm, has not reported its May figures yet. Um, you know, I'm not sure exactly when we'll get those, but, you know, they haven't given their, their number yet, which is why I don't have that one for you today. Okay. Uh, Tanya, have a wonderful day. I will. You too. All right. Thanks so much. Tanya J. Powers from Fox News. Uh, Chuck Schumer's in trouble. Uh, well, he's not going to be in trouble, but, you know, he's, he's in trouble. If, right. He's going to get the slap on the hand. Uh, in the uh, category of how do you like it, uh, Schumer <laughs> is is being um, has had to come out and apologize. I can't believe he doesn't know that this word is kind of a no no word that you don't use. Outdated. Oh, I didn't. But hear he's this. had to uh, he's had to apologize because of a word that he used during a podcast on the one NYCHA podcast on Sunday. Children um, with uh, uh, development issues should not be referred to as, uh, by using the R word, and he did. And he used it in, a, in a naive me. and respectful way, if there is such a thing. Um, but uh, do you want me to read the quote? Uh, when I first was assemblyman, they wanted uh, to build a congregate living place for retarded children, said Schumer. Um, that is definitely a. Uh, How does he not know? Uh, that? I, I don't know. Oh. And and listen, I, I I understand people are like, well, you know, you can't say anything anymore. Well, uh, that is a word that's been if you can't established as a no no. If you can't suck it up and not use that word, then you're an idiot. And, and to be sorry fair, to I use think... the I word, but I did. <laughs> Certain... Cancel. Some people would actually argue. Not that we can't say anything more. It's certain people can't see anything anymore. Like Schumer's, if this, again, if, if this is a Republican politician, I feel like there's outrage over this. Well, I, I'm, I guess there would be, probably, maybe it would be different, I guess. Maybe they're giving Schumer a pass because he is so, um, somebody who is so worried about being politically correct, right? For someone... That is hyper politically correct, and they make a mistake and use a word that they shouldn't use. Versus someone who isn't politically correct, uh, don't you think it's natural to? I guess so. Yeah, um, but, but the... in this case, he's getting some heat over it, as he should. He should yeah, know he better. Certainly should. Right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean uh, it's, it's not. That's not like, getting... like a new one. I feel like it's been a while. Like when I was in high school, they were saying you can't say that. Yeah, you can't say the R word. Well, wasn't yeah. it uh, Governor Cuomo himself who, I think it was a few years back now, they all blends together, but he had used the N-word on a podcast. Oh, yeah. Referring to him, well, he just said it. And now he was referring to himself as, uh, you know, using this expression is like calling, you know. Yes. By, by calling an Italian, this is like calling a black person blank. And he well, said it. Well, I mean, uh, Schumer needs to know that uh, you're in New York City. You never use the word Republican. And uh, he did. So he's in trouble. Uh, We wanted to have a whole complex for Republicans. (laughs) 
Well, um, for decades, Senator Schumer has been an ardent champion. This is what the apology uh, is on Monday. For decades, Senator Schumer has been an ardent champion for enlightened policy and full funding of services for people with intellectual and developmental, dis- developmental disabilities, said uh, spokesperson Angelo Raffaro in, uh, in a statement. Angelo, of course, from here, the former mayor's nephew. He is sincerely far- sorry for his use of the outdated and hurtful language. One NYCHA, also known as one NYCHA, spelled one versus the digit one, as if I care, describes itself as a podcast and a movement that highlights public housing issues and progress within New York City. I, I feel like when he probably used the word, there were most likely producers around with uh, with earbuds, not headphones, and um, their, their jaws must have dropped. Like, it, I, 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 don't, I can't imagine what happened when he, when he, when he used that word there. I anyway, uh, Raffaro says that uh, uh, Schumer is so upset he can't make the apology himself that he has had to make the apology. He didn't say that, but I thought I'd add that commentary. Okay, I thought that was a real, <laughs> real addition there. He's, could you imagine? He's so upset. That he, I've had to give the apology. I couldn't bring myself to say that I was sorry. Um, it's kind of a slightly tweaked Cuomo. I know, I know. That's why yeah. I noticed it. That's why mm-hmm. I, I wish it would have ended. You know, I, I think... Um, <laughs> it actually, before when I started. Yeah. Obviously, at some point, I think during Schumer's life, um, that word was acceptable. And I no think doubt about it. Because it was used differently. It's funny. And uh, he's used it in a, in a, in one would say, a, a non-offensive way. It's not like you're calling somebody a name. Um, he's using it to describe children um, with developmental issues. And right. it is just outdated. It's one of those things where it's just outdated. Right. And I got to tell you, it's tough to keep up. It is tough to keep that up. That one, you, though, is it? Is it? That one's probably yeah, that a, one's uh, <laughs> that one's pretty well out. <laughs> not really a well newsflash, right? That's well known out there. The other thing is, I think a lot of times, um, and and we'll continue to see this in language. It's like at one point that word didn't mean what it came to mean. People used it in a negative way or to sure. put others down. Yes, but it actually had a legitimate meaning, and it was a, a word used to describe. It, know, was a, it was at one point. It was a clinical. It was clinical. It was right. a clinical word. Right. Yeah. And I, th- I think we'll see, like, the word that's what often used, I think, nowadays is developmentally, devel- excuse me, developmentally disabled. disabled. Yeah. Thank you. But, like, if comedians and talk shows and high school bullies start using that word in a negative derogatory term, yeah. you know, in 15 years, you're going to go, you can't use the word developmentally yeah. disabled yeah, anymore because yeah. it's now taken on a new meaning, <clears throat> you know. What I, I love is, the, the this just shows you, though, that the world is so upside down. That like, what is interesting to observe human nature, and that is um, Schumer has used this word, and we're criticizing him for it, and he's had to come out and apologize. Mm-hmm. And you have, you know, you have these people out there that are like, well, you know, it's he he's he helps out these children and and families, so I mean, you got to give him a pass. Whereas if it was a Republican that said it, as you said. Um, they might be. I can't. They, they, you need to resign after saying this. On the other hand, you have Republicans out there that are like, if this was a Republican that we said this about, it's like, oh my God, you can't say anything anymore. This is ridiculous. Meanwhile, they're like, yeah, I can't believe Schumer did that. That piece of 
It just shows you that we cannot, we have lost our ability to just judge people for who they are. Yes. And to take an objective look and say, what was the intent here? Completely lost the ability. If you're on my team, you can do no wrong. If you're on their team, you can do no right. Everything's wrong. And it's both sides, people. This is not an indictment on one side or the other. You're is right. this silence for a reason, or are we just? No, I mean, okay. I, I don't even no, want I to refute it. Objectively, okay. uh, right. I was agreeing in silence. Very amazing that we started out a day like this. Uh, Lee Center <laughs> on June third had a uh, had a uh, was confirmed a, a tornado, and, and there's an interesting story in the day talking about a uh, farming family that has lost their cattle as part of this. Uh, the barn actually was completely. The, there's a picture in the in the OD. Um, it's it, it it was a pretty substantial hurricane or um, tornado. tornado. Wow! Yeah. So I think if I remember correctly, because I I had written that story the day after it happened, they were able to protect most of the cattle. Is yeah. that right? But one maybe got away. I I and feel some like the, uh, the 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 part is it's kind of really done enormous damage to the barn and that sort of thing. But it uh, it wasn't just one farm. It hit. Um, it, it swept through Lee Center. I don't want to burst your bubble, but uh, we're no longer allowed to use tornado. It's significant okay. weather event. It is. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let me go to Tony, who is in Herkimer, and good morning, Tony. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up? Oh, well, the Subway franchise seems to use that terminology, the R word, into their proofing of their breads. Oh, like- well, I got to tell you, that word is used... Uh, in certain industries, you're absolutely right. So, if uh, um, how, how do they use it? By the way, well, they say their their brain is like going through a retarded format, I guess. Yeah, yeah. As into their baking process or which, their breads or their proofing of their breads, I guess. Yeah, which means almost a uh, what would you say? It's a slow bake. I mean, I think the I think the origin of it is something to so like if you. A fire retardant to slow down Correct. the fire. There, that's there you a go. great, that's um, terminology. great example, Andrew. <laughs> yep, that's what I was looking for. Um, yeah, I mean that is okay, I guess. But when you're describing a person, it's not okay. No, exactly. Yeah, apparently you can't describe a person as Oriental anymore either. That okay. is not. You can't say anything no. of anything anymore. Well, we're getting way over top now. Tony, you can describe a rug, however, as Oriental, <laughs> but not <Yeah>. a person. <laughs> Just for the record. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> All right, Tony, thank you. No problem. Have a great, Have a great day. day. And well, I don't mean to make light. I really do not. I, I feel like there are certain things. Um, I have, uh, I, I know people who um, have children who have had issues, and that word can be used in a very hurtful way. And it is not something that is acceptable these days. It's Period. So it is what it is. I, I thought I just saw something. I don't, I don't know if I was watching a documentary or what it was, but um, where uh, people of, of Asian descent were referred to as Oriental, and I was like, wait, I thought that was inappropriate. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oriental is and not we, a way of... Do we uh, ever double back on these and go, eh, it turns out no, we're it's wrong? A, it's a nostalgic thing. We're, we're, we're <laughs> We've decided back. it's no longer offensive. Go ahead. Call yeah. them that. I, I don't think Oriental is a, the proper way to describe it. I didn't either, but... Yeah. Um, Angelo. Any Angelo. word that you can turn into an adjective, you can make offensive. That's true. You're right. So there's a great right. Carlin bit about words and how like the word handicapped is now offensive. Right. And it's the same thing. If you use anything in a derogatory way, it's just going to 
turn offensive. But it's not right? it's, it's not offensive when using it as a parking space. This is true, right? right. So yeah, that's what I was trying, trying to say a, earlier. At so, some point, it just becomes a hate word. You have a drum roll? Do you have a drum roll that you could throw at me here this morning? We can change the topic a little bit. Well, do you really I just want, wanted to follow up on one part of this. Oh, you do? Yeah. you got to follow up? Also, this phoner is not changing the topic. No. I, okay, good. Well, I'm going to slightly divert before revert. <laughs> of course. A diversion before a reversion. Go ahead. You want to go Speaking ahead? of words. I was uh, just going to say the definition of orient, uh, oriental, according to Merriam-Webster, of or relating to or situated to the orient or eastern, sometimes offensive. So Merriam-Webster says Yeah, sometimes offensive. offensive to people. Well, yeah. so there's an article here at the LA Times written by Jane Suchimaya. Uh, I'm okay. sorry if I'm saying right. it wrong. It's, right. It is now politically incorrect to use the word oriental, and the uh, admonition has the force of law. President Obama recently signed a bill prohibiting the use of the term on all federal documents. Representative Grace Meng, the New York Congresswoman, sponsored the bill, exalted that all... At, at long last, the insulting and outdated term was gone for good. Uh, this author says, as an Oriental, I am bemused. Apparently, Asians are supposed to feel demeaned if someone refers to us as Orientals. So she's but, saying uh, she's okay with it. Yeah, but good yeah. luck finding a single Asian American who has ever had the word spat at them in anger. I don't know. Because okay. the definition is describing where From, geographically. I get it. Yeah. 